0: In this episode, we're looking at Unit 4, Outcome 2, Key Knowledge Point 12, Physical uh, and Software Controls Used by Organizations to Secure the Storage and Communication of Data in a Networked Environment. Now, there are three controls we really want to look at here. It's the Physical Control of Data Storage Security, Software Controls of Data Storage Security, and also Software Controls of Data Communication Security. So, for physical control of data storage security, we're really just looking at keeping, uh, keeping our data stored safely. So, this can include physical barriers to data access, such as locked doors, having swipe card access, entry to rooms where the data is stored, pin access, biometrics, fingerprint scanners, and ways of making sure that uh, yeah, the identity of the individuals who are supposed to access that data is known and that those uh, people are, actually have a right to access that data. Another form of physical security includes uh, backups, which should be stored in a secure location away from the workplace or away from the other data. It's common practice to make copies of all saved data once a month, and weekly or even daily partial backups, uh, which of course can be used to restore any lost data. And the last form of physical security uh, I'd wanna talk about is labeling devices or storage devices. If devices are clearly tagged or labeled, identifying where they've come from, that can also be a deterrent to thieves we're now going to look at some of the software controls of data storage security. First we have firewalls which can provide software security for networks from the internet. Firewalls provide a boundary around the network stopping unauthorized access from outside of the network. Firewalls can also be considered a physical security as we can have physical firewall hardware. Login protocols can be used to control access to data and ensure that only authorized people are able to use that data. This is done through use of a user ID which identifies a person on the system along with a secret password. Passwords uh, should be complex 9 and they should also be changed regularly to ensure that they can't be guessed and also to avoid uh, unauthorised access using keyloggers. When the user can be identified, we can actually monitor each person's use of the system using access logs. These can be used when a security breach is made uh, to to track the use of all users on the system. VPNs can be used to protect IP addresses from being tracked, which protects data transfers from unauthorized people. And another software control for data storage security is anti-malware software. Obviously anti-malware software protects data from corruption from deliberate and malicious software. Malware ranges from viruses, worms, trojans, spyware adware and botnets or bots and if you're unsure about any of the various types of malware it's well worth having a read of chapter 11 in the textbook uh, protecting the integrity of data and lastly we're going to look at software controls of data communication security encryption uh, involves taking the original data or message and applying an encryption key and the message would then be unreadable Uh, unless a decryption is used to decrypt the data and reverse the message back to its original form. This is called symmetric key encryption. The alternative to symmetric key encryption is asymmetric key encryption, which uses two keys, a public key, which is used to encrypt the data, and a private key, which is used to decrypt data. You can read more about uh, symmetric and asymmetric encryption on page 140 of the textbook.